They say soccer is the football of the rest of the world. Only soccer's championship lasts an entire month. Now we're talking. And there's no better place to spend that month than at Buffalo Wild Wings. Get into B-Dubs where we've got match day select domestic beer specials and a special sauce mashup to go along with our already loaded roster of 21 sauces and seasonings. That's enough combinations for a full month's worth of delicious cheering. Catch all the soccer action at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Offers vary by location. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of of uh, Men and Women Talk to Mars Vita Show. I'm one of your hosts, Kite, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I am so happy to be here with my uh, wonderful panel tonight. Tonight's topic is a part two of a show we did last year called Black and Nerdy or Blurred. Uh, we have a wonderful panel. And we're going to chop it up with them. And as, as we always do, we start off with the ladies. So I'm going to start off with a, a new person to this show, making her uh, Mars Venus debut is Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? Oh, you're uh, you're muted, Shannon. Okay, there you go. All right, I, c- I can hear you now. Go ahead. Hey. Hey. So I'm doing good. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, let's see. Um, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. That's currently where I'm at today, but I live in Key West, Florida. Um, I am currently a shelter manager for a domestic abuse shelter. Um, I used to be a nanny, a juvenile detention officer. You name it, I've done it, um, pretty much. I love to write poetry. I'm a published author of five poetry books. And I have a wicked sugar addiction. All right. I think I think a lot of us do. I'm put me in that camp as well. So I'm, I got a potato I got a carb addiction. <laughs> yes, that too, honey. I will that kill too. potato mashed potatoes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today and i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this topic tonight you're welcome all right so joining us once again making her triumphant return is madeline how you doing madeline uh crazy as usual now madeline i want to be like madeline when i grow up i mean this lady (laughs) is all i mean she does so many cool things I mean, one minute you're doing some death-defying type stuff. On, uh, I see you on uh, social media. I mean, it, it seems like you don't have that fear gene at all. You just will just jump into any fray. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself for those who may not have caught you on previous shows. Um, I don't even know where to start. I, I won't start back too far because it gets really complicated and all that. But uh, um, I'm an actor, model, uh Graduated from two Ivy Leagues. Uh, I'm super nerd, basically. Uh, graduated from two Ivy Leagues. I'm a former stunt woman. I've traveled. Um, I've traveled on my own for about nine years. I did a show on the Travel Channel two years ago, and uh, um, after doing all these stunts, stunt shows, uh, I did a. I started on a show on the Sci-Fi Channel called Wizard Hunters. That lasted for three days until they killed my blackness. Uh, <laughs> I should have known. I was like, "Oh man, I'm a black woman on the Sci-Fi Channel starring in something." I should have known that they was gonna get me. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that was coming. I know where I was like, vampires just ate me. What is this? <laughs> That's all. That's an even longer story. But um, I'm trying to think what else is there. I'm a published author. Uh, I run two businesses. Uh, I'm an influencer. I just uh, um, I was in People Magazine, and uh, I produced and host two different TV shows wow. on cable television. Holy. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on tonight's topic as well. Uh, mm -hmm. All right, so this next gentleman uh, with the crazy mascot, uh, this guy is one of the funniest cats I know. Um, I've known you for quite a while now, and um, it's, it's I think been this years, is, my friend. I think this was the first time we're doing a live video uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, this is the first live video. Yes, it's the one and only Ray Ray, or as back in the day, uh, we called him X93. How you doing, man? I'm doing not too shabby. I uh, I have gone through many personality switches. Uh, and my real name I use for business purposes, but for the grit down and the nitty gritty, most people now know me as the infamous Dr. Cybonics. And uh, I have my own comic strip that I do called uh, Dr. Cybonics and the Cybots, where I... I'm an Uber driver. Uh, I drop off food around Kansas City, and if I come across a small business, well, I'll take pictures with my tiny little robots and I advertise the business to get people interested. It's worked out to so uh, we actually have a pizza named after us at one of the establishments, so I guess I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm not running Fortune 500 companies here, but I, I'm bringing joy to the people in tiny little sacks of hot food. <laughs> well thank you so much doctor for being on the show and i'm looking forward indeed, to hearing, sir, indeed. hearing you all right this last guy uh this is he's he's uh, he was on the first episode we did last year and i referred to him then and i will do it again as my yoda into the nerd oh. community because this guy I, as i said before in the last show i really didn't know anything about uh about the community or I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about anime. Anime was Tina Turner, as far as I knew. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he got jokes, y'all. So, he got jokes. He's killing them. So this, don't hurt him, Hammer. He was my first uh, co-host on the show, The Spotlight, uh, and um, and uh, my nerd guru, the one and only Neon Sun. Hello, y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I I. I'm a big, big guy for anime and video games because of the storytelling and the art style that it brings to the table. I commentate over anime. Very amateur, small-time voice actor Get trying to get into the industry. I'm a video editor. I'm, video editing is my passion. I have a visual communications degree, so, you know, um, try to work on little beats and stuff here and there. And just for, like, many years, I've always wanted to do a cable company called TOZ, Towers the Online. With a story which, you know, I'm too lazy, but, you know, now I'm working. I'm a working man now, so now I have to work and not put dreams on hold, but, you know, it's... Ah, but, yeah, it's frustrating, but, yeah, you know, you do what you got to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, this is what I've done. I met Kenty a long time ago. I'm like, who is this cat? Email me. I'm like, do I... But then ever since then, he's been a blessing from God to get still be in the industry one way or another. And, you know, God is good, and I'm glad that... Kente still reaches out to me despite me being busy. So I appreciate you, man. 
So well, you know, I got to man. We go we go far back and oh yeah, have, man. We have a good history with each other, so I definitely yeah, got to always do that, and especially with this topic. Uh, I know you can represent with it. So oh hell yeah. All right, so I love my. So the last episode we did on it, um, we there were um, some things that I wanted to get to that we didn't get a chance to, and now we have a new panel uh, minus uh, Neon who was on the last one, and I think uh, being that Shannon is new to to um, uh, Mars Venus, I will start with you. Uh, when you were a young lady growing up, and at what point did you realize that you kind of, that you were a nerd or you did you recognize with that that kind of community when i was young say it again you cut off oh i, I said at, at um at what point did you realize you were a nerd or you had nerd tendencies um well i always knew that there was something different about me um you know my peer group would swear it was that i was the darkest one in the class but um i chalked it up i couldn't sit still I always had my work done first. Um, it was on every report card and progress report. She um, doesn't know how to be still and be quiet, but she's so bright. It was always bright, but she talked too much. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with who I am. This is my personality. This is what I do. If you don't like it, put me in another classroom. Um, and that was probably first or second grade first or second grade um now when i was coming up nobody wanted to be uh, identified as a nerd uh so how did how how did you being identified as a nerd uh affect you you think coming up shannon i don't think it was a problem for me um I, again i think the biggest issue growing up according to me anyway would have been the color complexity and it wasn't necessarily me having an issue with it. Um, I started wearing glasses. I was probably eight when I started wearing glasses. So yeah, I was, I had a resilient, I had a resilient skin. There wasn't much that really affected me. Um, say what you want. Okay. Can you whoop me though? Would have been the follow up. <laughs> Okay. All right. So what about, what about you, Madeline? Uh, at what point did you realize that you more related to the nerd community? Um, that's a great word for it. Cause like I said, I was born into this. Yo, my, my father is a member of Mensa. He's, he's definitely a nerd. And I guess he rolled a charisma 20 because my mother is like, um, my mother's a model. She ran her own business. And I'm like, how did you Urkel pull this off? But, uh, I mean, I was born in it. Like, you know, the, the first books I read were like, the first books my father gave me were like Dune. He ran a bookstore. You know, I spent most of my, my early life in bookstores or mm. um, he taught me hieroglyphics. And I think for me, the real difference came is when I went to school, I started, um, I started uh, getting hundreds on every single test. There was never a time I didn't already know the answer or knew the answer beforehand. And then one day the school system just started pulling me out of class and putting me in special classes. All of a sudden, when other kids were going to lunch, I was going to lunch at fancier places than they were because I was the one 
helping them get higher test scores in their demographic or the idea I'm from the ghetto. So the idea of a child prodigy being black and female blew their mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I was this kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say experiment, but you know, I'm from the ghetto. So black female prodigies from the ghetto, you know, they did test on me. They, um, you know, at the time, I'm probably not that smart anymore. I smoke way too blunt, too many blunts right now. But you know, at the time, there, you know, I had 160 IQ at a seven, a seven. And you know, so I was the person that they kind of trounced around to be like, "Oh, look how good our school system is." Mm-hmm. And then eventually, it just hit a point. I graduated high school when I was 15 years old. Oh, sure. And I mean, but for me, it was one of those things where I'm in the hood, 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 not like you know, the regular hood. I'm in one of the worst, at the time I was in, what is it? One of the worst murder capitals in the United States. It's the most depressed city in the world. And uh, Omarosa comes from there. So what does that tell you? Mm. You know, and for me, it was the early seeing things around me where I'm like, okay, this doesn't look right. This structure doesn't look right. Why are people around me acting like this? And uh, I think it just came for me. Like, I didn't really think of myself as different until I started interacting with other people of color around me. And it was kind of apparent to me after a while that they didn't think I was like them and it didn't seem like we ever could connect. You know, the things I like to talk about and the things they like to talk about were totally different ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, and I'm not gonna age myself, but at the time they were like boys to men. And I'm like, man, I just got this new microscope and I found this bug in the yard. <laughs> you know, or did you see that movie? Like I would watch Toxic Avenger. I would watch old movies like from other countries. And you know, I just felt like I was just so different from them, even among the other nerds. But yeah, I mean, I guess it was just one of those things where eventually it just happened because I was bred into being a nerd. My dad definitely directed me to the whole nerd, black nerd, like we watched anime. Um, I know how to, I'm a, uh, he trained me in fencing. Uh, he taught me how to speak hieroglyphics. He taught me how to read and write hieroglyphics because you can't speak them. I mean, he just kind of pushed me in that direction and it just kind of helped. Like, I never really knew if I was smart or not. I just assumed it's because I would just memorize things I had read in the books and just regurgitate it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was born into this. I was bred into this. Dragon Ball Z was the first thing I think I've ever, I ever laid eyes on that I was cognizant of. Wow. Wow. You know, him and my mother are both horror fanatics too, so they're different types of nerds. We're not, we're anime, but I like anime horror. They watch horror. We're horror nerds, which means we're in a totally dem- weird demographic of black people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so we're going to circle back to that because there's some more points I want to make okay. from what the ladies have brought up, but uh, I want to give the guys their opportunity. Uh, we're going to go to you, Ray. What, at what point did you realize that that's where you fit in? You do understand that I am an only child, right? (laughs) (laughs) I have known since day one. Uh, I went to an all-white school, technically, from kindergarten to eighth grade. Uh, I didn't really truly feel nerdy until I got to high school because all my friends were apparently nerds, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm about to date myself. Do any of you recall a movie known as Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I must just say that I, I was a child. I was a child when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And that's who we were rooting for. And 
with good reason because everyone on that screen we knew somebody like. <laughs> or one or two of us was like, oh my god, that guy knows me. He's that guy's been in my house there. He's seen my stuff. He knows me. He stole my identity. That kind of feeling. That's that's where I was at. Uh, I've always been different. I have always. See, you said your first anime <laughs> was Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. That's precious. And My first know. anime was Speed Racer. <laughs> oh, damn. And and it and it was in reruns when I saw it. <laughs> And my second encounter was Battle of the Planets, and from that point, I was hooked. I'm like, wait a minute, five teenagers that fly around with different separate vehicles, and they can fly, and they all have wings, and they stand on each other's shoulders, and they turn into the whirlwind. Okay, yeah, this is what I'm about right here. I want all of this in my life. I need this every day. What the hell are you talking about? It came on the door. I broke my ass to get home, so I'd see that shit for. <laughs> My little fat ass didn't like to run, but I bet y'all would run home then because, hey, Battle of the Planets be on the floor, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's why I said that's precious that your first experience was Dragon Ball Z. When I saw Dragon Ball Z, I was like in my early 20s. Oh, and damn. I, yeah. was, I, was, I was on board at first, but it's like, you know, it's one of them things where it's like, look, Goku, do you really need four episodes to charge up? One spirit bomb, nigga. <laughs> you know, it got to be ridiculous, so I was like, you know, I'm out. But that just lets you know how much of a nerd I am because I bitch about nerdy shit. <laughs> but yeah, all my life I've been a nerd and I'm proud of it. I'm 47 right now and I don't see any signs of slowing down at all. None. You see what I'm wearing, right? Come on. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Man. All right. So, Neon, it's on you. So, at what point did you realize that's what you, that, that's I mean, the camp you mom, um I mean, I love my mom to death. Man, she re- always rest in peace. I always put her and God first. But it's like my mom raised me this way. And then she always fought to make sure I was this way. I, look, I'm growing up watching ABC. You know, Steve Urkel was my hero. Because mm-hmm. he was Joel White. He was Steve Urkel, but also still to this day. I mean, he was Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day. But I'm a big-ass Sonic fan. But it's like growing up watching Full House, ABC, TGIF. I mean, I watched Rainbow Bride. I watched Barney and Friends. I watched Power Rangers. I watched Care Bears. I watched all types of TV shit. That, not just that, but like the Fox lineup at night, like freaking mm-hmm. Married with Children and all that shit. And all oh, 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 you watch Gummy Bears? You get down uh, gummy, gummy Bears? Gummy Bears? I, oh, yeah, I watched yes. a little bit of it. Oh, yes. Gummy Bears was the shit. I mean, I watched so much TV as a kid. I also like going out as a kid, too. And then the video mm-hmm. games came along. I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing my history here, you know. With my mom teaching me to get for a Super Mario World level, where you there's two pipes and you gotta fly get the coins, and I've been a gamer ever since and never given up. I mean, 1996, Guyver, that was my first anime. Oh, Though my first anime movie was um ah oh, shoot um Little Nemo in Slumberland or whatever, but Sailor oh, Moon, fucking Power Rangers every day, seeing the Green uh, Ranger. I mean, yeah, uh, fucking tsunami and Adult Swim and Cartoon Network and shit, man. I mean, yes. and now to now today is not nowadays is like I stream and stuff like that or watch stuff stream online and anime and shit, and I should buy it. And but but I've been like this forever, and it's like, yeah, I I don't feel no reason to change. There is 
there's, there's a reason why video games and anime are a big billion dollar success stories. You look at the Marvel movies, for example. So mm-hmm. I digress, but I've been this way forever. And I I know that every other network and everyone's championing it right now, especially Marvel, because they're on ahead of the game and Disney already ahead of it, where people will look at cartoon and anime and not, you know, you just see it as entertainment. You don't have to feel ashamed anymore to go, you know. But I've been like this forever. I'll still advocate for it. I mean, I'm 33. I still ain't going to stop. Look, I'm shoot, just keep. Ain't no reason to stop, man. Now, keep hope alive. Now, I want to take a moment to, yeah. uh, to thank the, uh, the chat room. And uh, if you're in the chat room, please let yourself be known. I see Imani as well as Jesse Safford. Uh, so make sure you be known. I see uh, there's a bunch of people in it. Uh, please, uh, it's to the right. You can uh, ask any question, and I will a- will pose it to the panel, and they will answer it for you. So uh, um, Jesse mentions uh, Robotech, Voltron, Clutch Cargo, and Stingray oh. as uh, things that they that he likes. So oh, nice. Uh, all right, so I'll, now Mars Venus is a is a relationship show, right? So uh, one thing that I I really want to know is from the from the guys and the girls on this panel is do you think that being a nerd affected your love life in a positive or negative way or not at all uh it's really i'm i want to see uh from you guys uh you know being a nerd and then trying to have a love life as well so uh who wants to take that one first i mean as far as me I, I haven't had much of a I've had dates on and off in my life, but mostly it's just because I try not to be a Nekamaru or whatever. Not Nekamaru, but a, a Hikamori. I'm not trying to be a Hikamori or anything like that, but it's like. Wait, 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 wait what's that? A Hikamori is someone who actually in, in Japan, if I'm wrong, please correct me, panel. I don't want to mess this up. They pretty much they shelter themselves from society and. All they do is just sit in their room, watch anime and stuff like that, and uh-huh. not really, not really get to. They have a hard time socializing with people. I guess I'm an ambivert, so yes, I, I stick with my anime because it's it's like you like extended family members. No one judges you. You just watch them go through their problems, and you hope for the best. Or when you're playing a video game, you hopefully try to influence the outcome, depending on what the story is. But as far as my love life, man, it's just. You know, it, they still don't think that people understand what the video game anime thing is. So it would probably be best for me to stick to my to my group of people. But it's not like I'm not an intellectual that can't work outside that. I've done visual communications. I branch out beside what I love and know. I, you know, so the finite woman. I'm look right now. Right now, if what I pick up from guys just to work on me right now and just. To keep it moving and not just stress out on things. Maybe something happened, maybe won't. But it's all up to God. But as far as that, it's kind of affected it, but kind of hasn't. Because I can still go to a bar and chill. No, no, I have no guns and drink and go crazy. But that doesn't mean I can't just be out somewhere and chill and not worry about stuff. Hmm. And then talk about the current topics of the day. I mean, I, I, not, I'm not. I love my anime and video games, but I'm more than just a stereotype that people like to draw out. So. Okay. Uh... So uh, what about you, Ray? And then uh, then we'll get to the ladies. As far you know, as I'm probably not the best person to ask about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you said you've been a nerd all your uh, life, so uh, I mean, you've known me for a number of years. 
So, needless to say, um, yeah, I'm a bit much to handle in a relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not really the best person to ask about that. I would say that it's probably hindered me more than anything because I'm so nerdily random, if that's even a word that can be used together. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at relationship-wise. Let's just say the past few attempts I've made have, have led me to trust women uh, not at all. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. if they're, it's kind of to the point where they're not about, if they're not already in my circle of friends, it's 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 not gonna happen. Yeah, hmm, interesting. <laughs> okay, so I, I, now let's get to the ladies. Uh, we'll start off with you, Shannon. Um, now that's from the the male perspective, at least the, the guys on the show. Um, as a you know, as a lady, have you have you felt like being a nerd has uh, helped you, hindered you, or Ain't nothing as far as relationships. For me, I I don't think it's been a hindrance. I think um, I'll go back to the first discussion conversation of this, um, where he said um, he stayed to himself and he did his anime. I find that most people will talk very shallow um, conversations, very surface like, um, and when you do find something that you want to discuss. Um, they get bored real easy or they want to go back to the surface and not get deeper, um, more authentic, more transparent and be themselves opposed to their representative. Um, so I get bored easily. I, but I'm not going to lie. There is a current person who holds my interest, but prior to this person, no, thank you. Mm, interesting. All right. All right. So, what about you, Madeline? Uh, Um, I think I I blame my uh my relationships, my dating scheme on um Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) On Star Trek, I saw how Captain Kirk was doing his thing, and I realized that uh, I I am a person where I have a lot of options, so I kind of almost take them all. I date women. I have dated every color: Asian, uh, African, white, mixed. Arabic and white, Japanese and Jamaican. Um, I've kind of taken it. I've kind of taken it as in, you know what? In anime, we don't really worry about if they have sex with blue people. We don't really worry. We got girls who turn into boys, boys who turn into girls. Um, <laughs> and Captain Kirk was all about going to frontiers that he never uh, experienced before. So I, oh, I kind of feel like uh, I'm, I'm taking that model of thinking. However. You know, if Captain Kirk was real, he'd have about 17 million venereal diseases. And uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he would need a few shots of uh, some antibiotics by now. But yeah, I'm playing last would be cussing him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tested it for me. Now I can go ahead mm-hmm. and journey into that. But I think that's kind of what anime helped me kind of do that. Like, uh, yeah. I kind of see beyond people's skin color or race or sex. And I tend to just date whoever I wanted to. Whatever attracts me is what I go with. Now, I mean, you know, it's interesting. I, I did a show once, uh, and Neon was on this was on this episode, so he might remember it. And it was with a with a cosplay women who do cosplay, right? And this was like a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember that. We had like Neon. We had uh, several ladies on this on this program. Uh oh, sorry, accidentally. Oh no, no, you good, you good. Yeah, I understand. We had several women on on this program. 
And uh, before we we did that one, we interviewed a couple of guys who did it on a separate. Mm-hmm. And I remember the the guys were saying their you know their idea of going to like one of those conventions is that possibly they would meet a woman at one of those cosplay that we that they shared some you know some common interests, right? Right, right. So, so I said, okay, that's interesting. So then when we did the show with all the ladies. And it was like maybe it was quite a bit of uh, ladies on that show. I think it was like six or seven. And yeah. We asked them. Oh, so when you go to the cosplay conventions, you know, would it be good to find a guy there, you know, who have common interests? And they they uniformly said no. They was oh. like, we do not want to meet a guy <laughs> like at one of those mm-hmm. things at yeah. all. And it, and what I took from that is possibly that the nerdy guys might be looking for a woman who is similar to them. Whereas it seemed like the nerdy women were more so looking for something completely opposite of who they are. So, um, and I've seen that as a recurring theme a lot from doing a lot of programs over the years and stuff like that. And I was really interested uh, in the ladies that I have on, on this program from your perspective, do you find that with yourself as far and other ladies, you know, that are similar to you that they prefer a guy that really didn't fit that mold of nerd and then I'm going to ask the guys the same question. Madeline, you can go first. Um, I date nerds. I date, I date nerds. Uh, I've dated, I usually date like the highest level of nerd that you could possibly get though. Uh, but a nerd with money don't count. <laughs> no, my, last, my, my last ex was a mathematical physicist. Okay. Hey now. No, I like men with brains. You don't like... Yeah, I like men with money, but I got my own money. I run three businesses. I'm on TV. I ain't worried about that. Right now, I'm finding, you know, well, I tell myself, right, if I have a kid and it's ugly, I can always get it a new nose. I can't make it not dumb. <laughs> I can get it contact. I can get it weave. I can get it whatever it needs physically. But if it's a moron, I we ain't got brain pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I got to go, go for men who are intelligent and like the weird stuff that I like. Okay. You know, I mean, I can, I can't, I can fix ugly. We got plastic for that. I can't fix. <laughs> Hilarious! Hilarious! What about you, Shannon? Um, I don't discriminate. Um, and I, I can't really um say that my friends look for nerds. I think we grew up in an environment. Um, and I'm sorry, friends, if you feel like I'm about to throw you under the bus if you're watching this. But I think sometimes they're attracted to what they see and then they get stuck with what they have, whether or not he's intelligent or not, you know, because some people grow into their maturity and their intellectual stability as they age. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they're not where they where you want them to be, especially as women. We tend to be more mature and more sound. especially in conversation and um, just where we are in terms of relationship, um, I think more advanced. So um, for me personally, um, I like them intellectually sound. So oh, okay. I haven't had that issue. All right, I'm going to ask you once again, and then I'm going to go to the fellas. Uh, do you see a guy who's classified as a nerd as the type of guy that you really are looking for like the guy that you would want to um settle down with right uh is that the, your type of guy uh shannon since we're talking to you i'm be 
honest, I don't have a type. Uh, and I say that because every guy that I've dated has been different. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really have a type. I just need him to be able to carry a conversation and have nonverb agreement. Um, the current guy, I would definitely consider him more of the nerd type, um, if that's where we're going. Um, he's everything that has been described. Uh, he's into, he, before he goes to bed, he reads. Um, that's just what he does. Um, and he reads stuff that I'm like, whoa, that's too much information for me to actually try to get some sleep afterward. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go with yes. I'm attracted to a nerd right now. He's he's dope. Okay. Cheers to the nerd man. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. All right. So let me. Okay. Let me bring something up, though. However, like uh, my biggest problem is I'll date a nerd. Right. And I'll, I'll go places with the nerd and all that. And other men come up to me and go. Oh, what, what's going on? Why are you dating that guy? Other men come up in front of us and do these things. Wow. They got, you know, they're guys. like, oh, aren't you dating below your class? Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, oh, I, crazy. I work as a model. I do. So sometimes I go look out looking like my job. And men come up and they're like, oh, you're dating him? What's he got that I don't? And they do it to our face. So I, it's always been a struggle when I date nerdy men because somebody's always coming at them. <laughs> oh, damn. That, damn that's so disrespectful. That is just disrespectful as fuck. I'm sorry. There's just no nice way to put that. That's just straight disrespect. How many How many of them have you tasered? <laughs> oh, oh, I can fight. That's not a problem. I like to fight. I'm not. No, no, that no, that deserves a current. Like anybody that's rude enough to do that doesn't deserve an asshole, and they deserve a current of electricity flowing through them to shock the shit out of them to make them think, "What the fuck are you thinking?" Yes, agreed. Oh like, yeah, like, but you know, I yeah, but I'm like, I don't have a problem with it, but I notice that other men do. He'll go to the bathroom. You know, he's wearing his Dragon Ball Z T-shirt. Other dudes roll up, like you know, um. You know, I got money, and why are you with this nerd? Ugh. So, I, I mean, it's probably, I, I just don't understand that part. That's something somebody needs to tell me. Well, you know what that Ego is. Ego and ignorant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Ignorance. Ego and ignorant. I was going to say it if you didn't. Poor child. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm all there with you. Face value. They judge you at mm-hmm. face value instead of getting to know you. Once they get to know you, then they start to understand, oh, we won't mess with them. Oops. They ain't, interested. they ain't interested. Nobody wants to. They want to talk about uh, the push your teeth fight, and I want to talk about quadratic equations. Uh, they don't want to. They, they they like what they see. They're not gonna. Once they actually talk to me, they don't want to deal with it. They don't deal with it. Absolutely, surface versus you know going deeper. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, Ray. Uh, if something happened like that to you, where you had a a, a beautiful lady such as her. And somebody did that, pulled that move. How would you react to that? Did Did, did you not hear me say taser? <laughs> <laughs> would you really do that? Yes. Let me throw water on first before you taser. Let me taser. Just you like this. If your masculinity and your ego, if this American masculine society has gotten to you to the point where it's like you can't stand to see somebody else when you, you just need the shit shocked out of you. That's all. I hope that's not me. Hold up. No, that's, that's yeah. me. Shouldn't be me. No. no that's I, I, a, uh, we have a call. What is it? 
have no clue. Maybe somebody's trying to call me. Hold somebody's on. trying to call into the show. Yes. Maybe. Oh, somebody's trying. To, okay, somebody's trying to call. Yeah. Well, okay. Answer it. See who it is. I, yeah. I'm trying to patch it in. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Guess they're not calling in. Okay. Maybe they hung up. Okay. We had to figure it out. <laughs> all, right. all right, sorry about that, well, everybody. It's all good. Well, it's all good, man. But, yeah, no, yeah, I shot the shit out of some of the bitches. Like, nigga, how are you gonna just disrespect? Right. Put some respect uh-huh. on it. You just like, first of all, you know what? If I had a taser, which I don't carry a taser, but me being me, I would definitely not be quiet about it. I'm like, yeah. excuse me, nigga. <laughs> you definitely getting one of those. Like, first of all, never judge a book by its cover, and second of all. Have a conversation with her. Five minutes. I'm going to be over here in the book section reading up on my Dostoevsky, which you probably don't even know what the fuck that is. So while you doing that, I'll just let you talk to her for five minutes. I don't even think you last five minutes. So your brain, you, either your brain is going to explode, you're going to get bored and fall asleep, or you're going to regret even opening your mouth in the first place. Either way, he's getting shocked. He's getting some kind of shock to him. Yeah. system. <laughs> I think those kind of the uh, other men just assume that male nerds are weaklings or soft or you know they mistake kindness for weakness. Every last one of them. Yeah. I mean, look, look, look. Yeah, I might be nerdy, but I'm moderately in my nerdiness. But it's like I have my group of friends I talk to, and then when I talk to group people or customers about general things, I can do that as well. But it's like no one knows your struggle, and that's what frustrates me. I mean. I like my coworkers now, but wow, it's like, why are you so quiet? Why are you so quiet in the morning? Maybe because I choose to be. Or, you know, mm-hmm. oh, man, you're able to get this stuff together. My stuff's together. Yes, you can help me. I thank you. Thank God. I appreciate you. Or, no, I'm good, man. I got it. But that does no need to be disrespectful for a person, you know. If my stuff's together, I have nothing to worry about. And I wouldn't want no one speaking to a girl <laughs> how I've been feeling right now lately. I would not want if I had a girlfriend. I wouldn't want them speaking to me like that. I would try to at least walk away quietly and calmly and just say, whatever, man. This is no none of your business. We're talking. Go away. Shoot, man. People try to get so bold about some stupid stuff. You, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a nerd, you're, you know, I mean, I am a nerd, and I'm proud of it. I own it. But, you know, everyone's different. You just got to deal with it. Like, he, too much, Um, I don't want to get on a long-winded rant and vent, but it's just... People are too insecure about that. Oh, she should be dating me, man. Look, man, you'll yeah. probably find a girl that you, you, if you want her to be dumb so you can get her for one night, give me females. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you got the men out there that want the female that's just, oh, she's dumb. One quick lay and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, most of those men who are doing stuff like that, they don't want intelligent women. They want jump right. offs. They want women who are going to be like, they want women who are not going to counter their ego. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's probably what it is. That's boring. That is so boring. Yeah. I mean, it's boring because then when I, you know what? And sometimes if I'm alone, I'll talk to you for five minutes and it's just like, you're hurting my brain. I got to go now. No, I'm infinitely wow. dumber for having spoken to you. Yeah, I'm like, I just lost my skills for this. You have nothing to give me. Roll out. Well, I got money. I got money too. What's that? What? Right. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> that's, you know, that's very interesting, though, that uh, that, that happens to you. Uh, you know, men men can be very territorial, and if they think if they smell weakness, they'll jump all on it. Um, yeah, but they assume that male that male nerds are weak. Mm-hmm. It's just an assumption from the things that they've seen on TV, right. movies. 
I mean, we talked about Urkel earlier and that kind of idea of the, the black male per- nerd mm-hmm. was pretty permanent until we had like Donald Glover. But most people still think they can take Donald Glover to fight, even if they can't. You know, we, right. that was kind of the permanent idea of when you thought about black nerds or when we talked about a Revenge of the Nerds and the one black nerd in there is Lamar. And he's gay. Uh, Lamar, or, you know, that, I mean, no problems. Right. Hey, you I'm, know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, half gay. I'm half gay. So, I mean, it's cool. It's just, they, my whole thing is like, why, why, why would they even make that a, even a big deal at, in the first place? Right. It really don't freaking matter. It just to me, it's like, don't stereotype me based on what you see on TV. I don't care about. I, I support LGBT. I don't care about that. Just don't. I'm automatically assume all those stereotypes are true about me. How about you get to know me? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm a little bit male or female. Anybody, whatever. You're stronger than what they give you credit for. And it's that stigma that frustrates me. Yes, I love my anime and video games. That doesn't mean that it's it sucks. If you actually took the time, right? Yes, you probably don't play over. Look, I talk about overwatching my job a lot because I love the game. (laughs) That doesn't mean you know. Maybe you watch me play for an hour, but you don't have to play with me all the time. Look, I love the characters in the. Yeah, that's a whole other talk for another day. Oh man, yeah, we can't start that Overwatch talk. I don't hear about sheep or none of them. I live in the house of Overwatch. I don't. Oh, I need healing. <laughs> I'm a fallout person myself, but you know. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't mean to cut nobody off. I apologize. It's just. No, you're good, man. She no, you're good. Too, too much stigma. No one. It's frustrating. It's like, oh, you don't got your stuff together. Okay, well, what about you? You struggling. And then you want to say, I suck. And then. The thing I learned, the thing I learned from my old boss, and he don't work there no more. But he he told me that sometimes people crack on you so they can hide their own insecurities and feelings. And it's like you think you know that, but then when you're living life, you don't realize it until someone brings it to your attention. So yeah, that that's not that you're like, you know, what I'm saying not that you're mad at them. It's just it is what that is, man. It's yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh... Right, I, mean, so, I didn't want to go on too long because I could, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Hey, look, this is what people don't don't realize. Yeah. People don't realize it, you know. So th- thanks. You know, like I said, the most I I learned a lot about the nerd community from uh, from Neon. Like, like I said uh, about anime, the video game community. To be honest with you, I really didn't even know like black people were that deep into it. You know, like that. And mm-hmm. um, I learned quite a bit right, since, you know, doing the Spotlight show. And, um, you know, uh, like I said, I thought I was a gamer myself. And then I realized, like, from knowing Neon and other folks that's, like, in Neon Circle. But no, <coughs> no, no, I'm definitely not. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm definitely not. And not at all. Because they take that stuff serious. Mm-hmm. Like, they take this stuff real, real serious. You know, so... Uh, so it's very it's it's, it's very interesting. Um, the one thing I've noticed though is because of technology, shoot, a lot of us we all can we have a little nerd in us more so than maybe in the past because of technology we have nerd tendencies. I would say, like mm-hmm. uh, I give an example is uh, like we all most of us is all on social media in some form or fashion, right? And, uh, you know, to be on the Internet, like I remember there was a uh, the, the actual the Bloods 
uh, street gang, you know, they have their own social media. <laughs> and, I would love to see what their social and, media manager looks like. <laughs> and oh websites. God. There's probably some nerdy white dude that you just let wear red bandanas to wear. I am so looking this up right now. I'm dead. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there like... Good. I'm dead right now. I'm, I'm sitting there like, <laughs> you know, what part of the game is this? Like, the, you know, you, you have uh, online beefs that take place on social media, you know, like, you know, people Instagram banging and like, even, even when I was, when I went into Second Life. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if you guys are aware of Second Life. It's a, it's a virtual, so it's a virtual world, right? Maybe Ray knows this. They actually have Bloods and Crips in Second Life. I would love to see that Twitter war. <laughs> oh, yes, you have a three o'clock shootout. Right now. Then after that, you get the lay the game man with your girlfriend. And then after that, you got a rap battle at five. I, I remember I went to a, I went to a rap battle in Second Life. In in Second Life, right? And oh, yeah. It was the strangest oh, yeah. It was the strangest thing I've ever been in my life. And I accidentally bumped into an avatar and the guy was like, the guy's like, watch yourself, cuz. I was like, watch yourself, please. Go scout these 32 print shoes, nigga. And I'm sitting there like, probably before mesh and shit. So I'm assuming they was high prim shoes. So you know, you got a little attitude about it. I couldn't believe it. Like I, I, I'm laughing. Right? I, I'm not even like I can't take the guy serious. He, you could tell he, he's like really representing. You know, no, he was about that life. He was about that thug life. life. Second life. That, that thug Jesus. second life. He's living the thug life. He's living. He's living a thug life in his second life, and. Um, so, I got a quick question. Yeah. Is there like digital blood and crypts and shit? They got digital. Oh yeah. Apparently, Apparently <laughs> and and they take it serious. Like it's they for them it's real That's serious. It's some serious stuff. They'll virtually kill your ass. <laughs> you know. So uh, and and so it makes me you know like so in a way we there's all a little nerd in us all to a certain degree. Just you know being online. <laughs> is technically nerdy, right? Um, You know, really being, using your computer like this is what, quote unquote, nerdy, right? So, do you envision like... We got a whole second, we got a whole generation of nothing but black nerds because my nine-year-old niece is on this. On on there, like, yeah. So, my, my question is, do we see that like, like, uh, I mean, we're starting to see it more so uh, you know, nerd is becoming cooler and cooler and considered cool. Do we see like the future as being like where the jock and the nerd is just like this? Like, you know, there's no real difference the way that we see it, even in our community, black community. I mean, I guess when it comes, I mean, there's still the game of, well, I guess in terms of relationship to that. And I've been watching so many videos about, okay, how to get a girl and how to get into her head and how to get, stay away from this girl. I've been watching so many of those videos lately because I had an interest in a girl at work. But it's like, it's still that. Ooh, those are stockerific. That's a stocker. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, stay out of work. <laughs> don't do work. Don't do work. Don't do work. Don't do work. Look, look, I don't. 
I don't. Wait, don't worry. Wait, you a Beyonce film? Like. No, I have not. Okay, I haven't been. Obsessed? Don't do it. I, have, I haven't visited the Carters in years. Okay. Better pick her up at a Trader Joe's or a comic book right. store. Right. Like, like, like it was a crush. It's uh, never here there, but like. I mean, there's always this offline game of still that um, the guy, as far as I can interpret it, that, oh, let's play the game. Oh, she give you these looks. She, you stare at her, she stare at you back, and oh, do this and do that. I mean, they have incorporated mm-hmm. some text into it, so I guess it may not meld as much, but it might just be like a everyday thing, like um, our cell phones, for example, our everything thing. We won't think about it as much. I mean, that's how I interpret it. So, I what, might be wrong. It's just a, I don't know why shit just can't be simple, like a feathered ass dance. It would just make so much more sense. Like, oh, that's yes. the best dancer. He's he's the one. He's obviously the, 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 the alpha There you go, son. Yeah. But you know what, though? Uh, you're right. The ladies are right about don't go on the job. But, you know, every once in a while, though, you got to break that rule. It depends on the person. So, sometimes you, you can't break that rule, though. Don't do it. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it as a rule, but you know. Do it, do it if there. If, if there's no way that y'all can't. If you let y'all. If y'all both interested in each other, still don't do it. I was gonna say never mind. This ain't moonlight. This ain't calm. Don't do it. No, no, no. no. Like, it's just. It was just. It wasn't. I ain't gonna get too personal. I'm just saying there's mutual interest, attraction, but I'm not pursuing it because I have plans to work there. So. Yeah. Of course, you know. Who knows? Hey man. <laughs> But hey, yeah, who knows? That could be the the uh, Mrs. Son. <laughs> Go right. for it. One day, I'll find the right one. One day, yeah. all up on. You never know, man. You that, that might have been your 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 wife. That might have been your queen. There you go. She's your queen. And y'all can get married. And, uh... I was waiting on it. <laughs> I was waiting on y'all, it. Y'all can get married in the Mario Castle. I cannot be a party for this. Oh, it's too late. You're already in it. Good luck. I'm already in it. I'm deep. Deep, deep, deep. Deep in the shit. You are deep in it. My queen, do you know the way? Oh, my God. So, uh, okay, so. She has been your queen. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever will you do now? I do not know the way. You must know. You must find a new way. Yes, wait. You must go that and rescue your queen. Your so queen to be. Yes, I'm sorry. I had to throw in some knuckles memes. I'm a Sonic fan, after all. That boy was good. Oh, God. <laughs> you be crazy. All right, so. We are human. Everyone be crazy. Y'all fools. All right, so. Uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Chat room is cracking up on y'all, but uh, all right. So, all right. So let let me go to uh, Madeline and and Shadid, right? Because y'all y'all represent for the Black Female Nerd uh, Society right here. So, so overly so. Oh yeah, overly so. Every like pretty much yeah, everything's gonna be decided on this episode. And I love your minute of both of. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 say that again. I'm overstimulated. What was it? Both, both, I, of them, both of them are overqualified and, and rightfully so. I, oh, I, I love every minute of them. They're, they're, they're the best. Yes, yes. There we go. Okay, so <laughs> the, let's go. Let's say this. What are some stereotypes about uh, black women who are nerds that you find to be 
you know, uh, disgusting and you hate? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, black female nerds are pretty awesome. Um, yeah, we're the shit. Yeah, and we also have vaginas, so it's kind of like we we don't really we don't really have to do with do with anything other than just like the problems that already face us as black women. And the being the nerd mm-hmm. part is kind of hard when you're looking for other black women to kind of connect with and talk to as an intellectual because we selling a lot of bullshit out here, Nicki Minaj, and I'm gonna be a hoe. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a drag, you know. Yeah, I'm a cut <laughs> it's like, no, you're not really going to do that. That's just what the company told you to do, honey. That's what the company told you to do. You ain't cutting nobody. You ain't pulling out no weeds. And I mean, there's this kind of idea where as black women, we're kind of told that those are the demographics we mold we have to fit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, being a nerd has been awesome. Mm-hmm. The whole being a black woman comes with its own problems separate from being a nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm there for that. Yeah, I don't Everything. really have any issues. Mm-mm. Okay. All no. Right. All right. Uh, what about uh, what about you, Ray Ray, and uh, the uh, what are some of the stereotypes about brothers who are nerds that that y'all want to debunk? You want to take this, or should I? Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, you go ahead and take it. I'm, I'm... <laughs> okay. First of all, let me just put it to you like this: Black nerds, as men, we get. No love. There is none whatsoever. Do you want to know why? Because we are not thugs. We are not out there dis- disrespecting women. You know, I, I was I was raised to respect women because I was raised by a black woman, probably one of the strongest and best black women I've ever known in my life. And oh, wow. I used to get in trouble for holding doors open by her. She's like, Ray, you ain't got to hold the damn door open for everybody. But I just I, I was respectful and I didn't want anybody to get hit in the face with the door. My point is, I'm that nigga. Okay, I'm that nigga. I'll pull your chair out. I'll open the door. Hey, you having a bad day? Guess hey what? Now. Here's some flowers for no motherfucking reason. Why? You because go. you're having a bad day and your happiness equates my happiness because I'm not happy if you're unhappy because you're going to make me unhappy. So, it's that simple. But no, these simple yes. bitches today. Sorry, please excuse the language, but the, 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 there's no other way to call it. There are some simple ass bitches out there today who just want to try. They want the wifey benefits without the wifey duties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, 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 no. It is not just it's not just the women. There's a lot of dog ass men out there. And what kills me is how these motherfuckers don't find each other so they can make each other miserable so us happy people can find each other. Well, yeah. You better preach that word. That'll preach. Yeah, Have the collection plate. Have <laughs> the collection plate. Yeah. Like ah, yeah, they right. speak, brother. Speak. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Wait, you know what? Now, that, now that I actually think about it, the thing that black women face, I think, is that they think that we want to be white or Asian. Mm. Right. You know? They think that we want to be white or Asian. Like, I, when I do cosplay, I try to pick out black characters or characters of color or, uh, you know, I was uh, uh, Vasquez from Aliens. Because nice. they assume that we want to play white women and tiny little Asian girls. I ain't got that bug. Yeah, yeah me neither. But I have seen some outstanding black cosplay. I've seen probably the thickest black Wonder Woman in my life. And yeah. it was amazing. She, I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, merciful Minerva my ass. You better, you better get over here with that last of truth. I won't tell Mary a lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 it's just too much for... for that, oh, you're acting too white. I had that growing up. Why are you mm-hmm. acting so white? No, Absolutely. my my grandparents and my mom told me to. They, they I remember told me to speak the king's good English. 
That's yeah. how I speak. Or the king's yes, English. Yes. Yes, can I go into slangs and mannerisms and my chilled out self? Of course. But if I need to get my point across in a way that people understand intellectually, yes, I can talk that way when it's needed. But if not, I'm just going to chill back and be like, yeah, you know, you want to say more? Yeah. But no, I mean, it's just these little weird, oh, you act too white. And, oh, I had or to you talk up. white. Yeah, that. It's like, no, this is how I talk, sir. It's like, I yeah, I see. How, I, I'm a professional. When, when I feel you on that one. I went to an all-white school from kindergarten all the way up to eighth grade. Yes, I can get a job over the phone without you seeing my face. You want to know why? Because the word is called enunciation. Right. Yeah, stop that. Use it. But at the same time, you got to still remember, we still being sold that, like I've mentioned before, we still being sold that Nicki Minaj, mumble rap that, you know, I got to no, 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 I do drugs. I got, I got hoes in Atlanta. You know, we still being sold that, uh, bought and sold that idea so, of the right. so, yeah. as the kingpin. And it's like, but you really yeah. want you for the man. Or we're still being You gotta have some stacks, kids. you gotta get some bands, you gotta be the man, you gotta have all that. No, no, no. Like women, you gotta be that bitch. You gotta have that weight. Right. You gotta have that big fat booty. Like, you know, I mean, hey, I'm hey, nothing wrong with that. And I, that I gap. But yeah, we still be in such an idea that you know, black people are supposed to be these like um drug dealers or yeah. you know, like, why is Beyonce doing ghetto shit? Like that never been her. Why she gotta why she gotta have to become Have a you rat? seen her husband? <laughs> you know what? That new video, I like it, but his he look unloved. Like, ain't nobody brush his hair? Nobody? Unloved? <laughs> Damn. Unloved. I thought it was just called nappy. But damn, I just got picked that too. Oh, it ain't wow. got a nappy. I got nappy hair. You know, <laughs> a little brush I mean, well, you're lucky to have hair. Mine is going away. So, yeah. I, 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 I need some TLC. Call me brush it. Hilarious. That's funny. I mean, like, 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 look, I, I pick up, like, This Is America, and, like, some of Donner Gulliver's songs, like, you know, okay, you, there's a little bit of truth in what his words say. Not just This America. There was another one where he was talking about women and stuff. There's a little bit of truth in it. However, you should be intellectually smart enough to know the difference between over-exaggerations and then the truth that you can pull out of it. And I think that mm-hmm. that's what's wrong in America right now. I, I mean, but that's... America's desensitized as hell. But that's something you have to be cognizant of because if you're true, we're telling this from birth. Like when I got to this planet, cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. You know, like hip hop for me has Diddy. been you have to be <laughs> as an adult. As an adult, I can see the difference, but we're feeding children this from the womb. Yes. And, yeah. Speak and I was so it. far Say different. I didn't yeah, care me. about things like that. I would rather, and I'm still that way now. I'd rather read a book. I don't want to hang out with y'all at the club. That's not my life. Like, so there's nothing wrong with being different. It's just that there are so many differences that are, as Madeline put it, bullshit that get celebrated. And the differences that are important that matter, and that is probably just left to interpretation of what's important to whom. But mm-hmm. our differences as being nerds or quote-unquote weird or different aren't what that is in this society it's all the shallow stuff all the superficial stuff and Nicki Minaj who that's not that's not attractive 
That's not cute. That's not responsible adulting. Oh, oh please, let's not forget Miss Cardi B. Not responsible adulting. Now, don't get me wrong. If that's your hustle, do your thing. But that's, that is that, that not something that... Absolutely. But again, that's her hustle. And that and that that's that's a level of I don't want to necessarily say that she's immature, but that's a level of maturity that she hasn't yet tapped into. Because before I became adult, I asked myself, what did I need when I was a kid? Because that's who I wanted to become. I don't want little girls to see me and see something and say, oh, mommy, we we, we don't ever want to be her. I mean, I want I want to be the representation of something that that's worth emulating, that's worth becoming. I never wanted to be a Nicki Minaj or I wanted to be NDRE. And I love her. Yes. But you know what? I'm going to keep it 100. I am the person that's twerking on the bar in my Sailor Moon outfit. I am that person. I will go from a business meeting where I like, you know, I'll go from I can I can definitely say when I got to Atlanta, I did a speech on CNN and. Three hours later, you could have seen me in a bar with with half a Sailor Moon outfit on, making it clap. I am that person. I ain't gonna lie. I, swear I, to I, I have a little paragraph on my phone I'm gonna read. It has hustle crossed out and it has a line. Now, that is not saying that hustle, but I'm gonna read it. Destroy the idea you have to be constantly working and grinding in order to be successful. It's mm-hmm. it the concept that rest, recovery, and reflection are essential parts of the progress towards the success or ultimately ultimately happy life so it has to be pretty much the saying it has to be a balance and going yeah. back to that it's like yes these videos are highly entertaining Nicki Minaj Carly B and then you know some really thought-provoking like this is America so on and so forth but long as parents are teaching their kids there is that that's part fantasy there's some truth in this interpret it the right way and then let it go and then keep it moving because that's how I've grown up with fiction or entertainers. It's like Biggie Smalls and stuff. I saw a narrative when um, Biggie, 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 can't you see sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Him and Puffy outrunning whoever. And I thought, oh, this is an action scene movie. It's cool and it's adventurous. But at the end of the day, you got to come back down to reality and at least for me as a teenager, okay, I got to get my homework done and you know, it's it just has to be a fun balance. Life can be fun, but it doesn't have to be this constant I don't know. I mean, if that's your hustle, I think that is fantastic. But, you know, for other people, like, everybody is different. I, I don't, I just don't understand how America's gotten lost in this. The social media effect. I, I don't understand it. So I don't even think that's just, just it. Because, I mean, we, we also have to recognize that as black people, we've kind of been taught to ostracize our intelligent members. Yeah. yeah. We've been, we've been culturally, we've been culturally taught to ostracize the most intelligent among us. Um, the well, or the most attractive, the most intelligent, whoever is like exhibiting the the uh, not alpha traits, but who are exhibiting traits that could possibly wake the rest of us up, they either take us out and put us into their communities. Like for me, when I started testing, all of a sudden I was like, "Who's all these white people?" You know, yeah. take it, find us early and take us out and start culturally making us culturally more prone to their things, or or they train us to kick out our own people. We ostracize nerds. We kick them out, and that's not just an accident. We've been trained to do that as a culture. And, and the irony in yeah. that for me is, now that you've said that, the irony in that for me is now, look at what we are celebrating, though. Uh, prime example, hidden figures. These are nerds, people. Yeah. They're nerds that we're celebrating now 
that we should have celebrated then. And we should still be celebrating the ones who are coming into this world who are just like them. We have to stop all of this negative stereotyping shit and get it together. Right. Pretty much, man. It is what it is, but that's going to take a while. You gotta, we we got to unprogram everybody else. Sure. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fight that ain't gonna be won in no couple two three years either. That's something. That's, that's, not gonna, be one of that's gonna be something that's gonna be going on long after we're gone. I'm sadly to right. say. Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, so I'm be looking back on this and like, wow, they got a point. Why can't we just no? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. a little too late. Shit. <laughs> I mean, it's already happening. We out here making it happen. Right, right, right. right. It's not too late. And once again, with the internet, remember everything it takes, what took 10 years to become a trend now takes three minutes. Now takes an hour. Like the fact that we have something so fast and we have the the greatest communication tool ever in the history of mankind at our disposal, we can can definitely pull this off. We just kind of have to get organized and just stop the like infighting and get rid of the idea that, oh, we, if, if a black man shows intelligence, then he must be weak or he likes only Japanese women or he only dates white women. We ain't going, you know, um, cause they, they came for Donald Glover on that. Oh yeah. I saw that. I saw that and I felt his pain. Believe me. Yeah. My kids are half Asian. So I know. Yeah. We need to get certain things out of our mind and just kind of yeah. come together on that. Right. Hmm. It's not like he didn't try. You heard what he said, right? What no, he said? Like, Look, he, he tried. Because it would have been, it would have happened. I was well, like, you know what though? You and you both, you ladies are both unicorns to us. You know that, right? Yeah, we see you actually exist, but where are you? And where are the rest of you? While I mean, he was. Shunned, and, well, you told us that, and we know where you at, sweetheart. But what I'm right. saying is, we need more of you out there to let us know where you at. So we ain't got to sit there and be like, hmm. Becky sure is half-assed twerking that non-flan fat, flat pancake thing she got over there. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm real tired of that. I'm getting a little sick and tired of that. It's, it's, it's to a point where it's like, you know, I, I'll just stay home and create my art and, and, and do me. Yeah, I'm going to just do me. Well, uh, wait, what did uh, Donald Glover say about that, by the way? Um, he... Try. He said he tried to date black women all the time, but most of them just kind of felt that he was too nerdy or he didn't fit the image uh, that they were. Or looking. he was weird. Yeah. But Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like, he's he, one of us. I don't care what they say. He's one of us. And But look at him. Mm-hmm. He can do what he wants. You know what? He exactly. did. Absolutely. He contributed. He has contributed enough art. He's contributed comedy. I mean, people really did. People were liking Donald Glover when he started releasing his latest, like, last two albums, but he'd been at this for 10, 20, 15, 15 years. Yeah. He'd been doing this. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Blurs are kind of coming into their own right now. Like, the nerd, like, blurred culture is exploding. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even though we're nerdy, we still cool as hell. Like, it just made us what? It made us cooler. Now I got people, you know, we doing interviews right now talking about our, how, our, our nerdiness. Right. I have, I, I have to say, honestly, I have to say, I have to say, before I started working with, working with Neon, I definitely had no no real idea at all. So uh, thanks to you, uh, Neon, for, for better or for worse. <laughs> you, you've opened, you're, you're welcome. You've opened the door. Better, I mean, just to, you <laughs> opened the door. You opened the door. So I have to say, so I, I, I know a lot better. 
much more. And it's funny though, one thing I learned, you know, after doing the show with Neon for so long and being exposed is a lot of people I've known for years were closet nerds, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah. like they was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of, I like that. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z. And that, uh, every, every hood dude loved Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah. uh, that's yeah. how I was introduced. Yeah. I've never seen it. So I like I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen none of those things. I've never seen none of those things. Uh, you know, I only know about it really because of you know uh, messing with Neon. So, so uh, I mean, I heard it, but I didn't really know what it was. You know, I knew it was a thing. So uh, I, now, but see though, but I found out though I did four star dragon. I did I did find out though I did like a uh, anime cartoon back in the day. I didn't even know it was an anime. It was called uh, Robotech. Uh, oh hell yeah! I oh, I know Robotech. Uh, yeah, I love that the ma- the Macross saga. I, I watched you that. Oh, yes, yes. Min May and the, oh god, yes. So I, uh, I was a big fan of that. So I didn't even know. I was so because I remember uh, Neon was like, "That's an anime right there." I was like, "Oh shit, okay, well, I didn't know." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, the, the dead the dead giveaway to anime was always the eyes, bro. It was always the mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And the artwork. It was always infinitely better than American artwork. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Cartoons were always be- not cartoons, the animes were always better than what we were watching. Right? Oh heck yeah. You know, it was like but one that- of the first things I saw. I was probably like not even a te- I wasn't even a teenager yet when I saw Dragon Ball Z. I remember playing Mortal Kombat, not even mm. over the whole the controller. In fact, my uncle used to take bets after he trained me how to play, take bets from his friends if I could beat their ass in Mortal Kombat. Man. <laughs> at the end of the at the end of that summer I had a new bike, all that. Shoot up. I know that's late. <laughs> I was I was kinda lethal like that on Killer Instinct on Super NES. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. got, yeah. got a lot of my a lot of my money growing up in the arcade, so Bro, I sure. used to make that controller sing. I would make sure that the that the infinite moves was off. You know like, you know how you would get the controller going real quick to where they was doing the real fast fight moves where you wouldn't really have to hit the buttons. <laughs> Nigga, I would get that <laughs> shit going, throw the controller down, go in the kitchen, grab a beer, and pick the controller back up just to hit the finishing move. I was that nigga. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how you get jumps. That's how you get jumps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I, I, like I like to thank you guys, uh, this panel. It was You guys were awesome. Um, you know, I think it was very informative and I really enjoyed this conversation i want to start off with the ladies of course uh i'm gonna start off with you madeline i know you have so many projects that you're always doing uh how can we get you in social media and, and alert us up to of all the different projects you have going on okay um i'll start with the the parts that i have coming up because you can always check out my social media instagram you're gonna see everything especially especially the sailor moon twerking outfit that's definitely on there okay, I'm, I'm gonna definitely need you to friend me on that one but actually my next project is we're um doing a um sci-fi mutant black action film uh it's gonna oh. call the uh what is it the um that di- like i think the diabolical adventures of thaddeus jackson and um nice got a $200,000 budget, so my next move is to hopefully become an action hero, All right. which uh, has been involving two out, four-hour workouts a day. I'm hungry, but I'm still trying to keep my thickness, because I was like, you know, superheroes can have some ass. Um, oh, yeah. That's getting ready to come up here, and um, if you need to find me, I'm also known as Queen Kong Kai on Instagram, YouTube, Vimo, all social media channels. Uh, that's Q-U-E-E-N, 
K-O-N-G-K-I on uh, the social media nearest you. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt that super, superheroes can have some ass. For me, it was like watching movies like Columbiana where I was like, she ain't welding them two guns. Girl, you as big as the gun. <laughs> well, hard, I'm just like, you ain't strong enough to do none of that. I wouldn't even think that you could save me from a, from a cold girl. She <laughs> could be the third world country, though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you ain't, you ain't doing none of that. <laughs> All right, so Shannon, uh, how can people get you on social media? as well as do you have anything coming out? I know you're a writer. Is there, how can we get your writings and, and whatnot? And, and uh, once again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure you're meeting welcome. you. Um, I would say social media, um, everything is Shannon Ford Jefferson and that's Ford and Jefferson, like the presidents. Um, you have to put them both in if you're going to find me. Um, I'm currently working on a book. Um, it's called Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Loved After Him. Um, it is a poetry book, and all my books, um, I do have five. They can all be found on Amazon under Shannon Ford Jefferson. Uh, you, you ain't with the FBI, are you? No. You see that on my shirt? Yeah. It's like, like she the law. I, well, actually, I am in partnership with the FBI. Um, I am the lead um, in my county for human trafficking. Oh, oh wow! Okay, good. Um, well, that's that's good. Oh, we actually really need to talk because, uh, yeah, we need yeah. to talk. I work with Homeland Security, and I work, um, and I work with international organizations in sex trafficking. Oh wow! Like, um, yeah, I'm actually getting invited to go speak in India, and you know what? We can we can talk. Maybe we might take a trip to India together. Yes, uh, yes. Hey, hey I want to go. Yeah, a lot of do, Yeah, a lot of yeah I do. My my real job is domestic abuse, but my my passion is human trafficking. So, yeah, and they go talk. hand in hand. Wait, Ma- Madeline, I want to go to India. <laughs> I mean, we could have a community of nerds together. Try. We need to have some nerd traveling group. That's what we, we need. Really a nerd need. cruise is what we need. We need a damn cruise. No, not a cruise. Let's just go <laughs> to the location, explore the city together. I want to be on no damn boat. Oh, they gonna put all the nerds on the boat and they gonna sink us like the Titanic. It's, it's about to be a uh, it's about to be a nerd civil war up in here. Nerdy civil war up in here. I'm here for all of you. All right, so Ray, um, how can people get you in social media? And you're a very talented singer. Uh, do you have any uh, music coming out? And when 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 can we get our hands on some new music from you? You know what I have. Uh... I have not worked on any hardly any new music as of late. I am working on something for uh, a special get together tomorrow night at the Arts Bar in Kansas City. We're doing another lyric lab. Uh, that's where a bunch of us Kansas City musicians get together and we just uh, tear the house down. Uh, that'll be tomorrow night at the Arts Bar around eight o'clock. But other than that, I don't really have any music projects in the work. Just because I'm waiting to get a new laptop. Once I get a laptop and the programs, the VSTs, to do all the music and stuff, I already have all the vocal equipment that I need to do the voices and stuff. So uh, that should be sometime here before fall, I would think. But uh, to get at me on social media is like the simplest thing because it is the same name across all social media. Mm-hmm. Dr. Cybonics, that's D R C Y B O. <laughs> 
I'm trying to spell that. Damn, I'm trying to do it now. That ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> say, look, say it one more time. Okay, I said that's Diara C Y B O N I X. Okay. And that is on Instagram. It is on Twitter. It is on Snapchat. <laughs> and I have a page. I have a page on Facebook as well for my uh, yeah, no. uh, not, not not animated series, but I do like a web strip where I uh, I buy these um, plastic blank figures. They're called color blanks from Rosart, and I turn them into what are known as the Cybots. And if you go to my Instagram page, you'll see a lot of comic strips that I've already done of me and my adventures around Kansas City with the Cybots. That's my latest project is Dr. Cybonics and the Cybots, and I'm thinking about probably doing an album with these little niggas, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put it in the chat in both this chat as well as the uh, chat for the people. And there's a pretty yeah. little dog on your Instagram. Who yeah, that's, uh, that's Jasmine. Jasmine. She just passed. Yeah, we just lost I'm our so mask. Oh, it's gorgeous. Man, it was a heartbreaker. She was, a, she was oh my gosh. She, she wasn't even really my dog. She's my friend's dog who I stay with, you know, because I've been a room from them for the time being because I'm all over the place. And uh, she just got attached to me. And it was like, I would come mm. in all hours of the night. Because, you know, I do Uber Eats and stuff. So whenever I come in, she right there at that door, happy as hell to see me. And would spend many a night with me. That picture that Aww. you see with R.I.P. is her laying on my chest one day. And, mm. uh, yeah, it just, it just broke my heart. Sorry about that. But it's all good. You know, she, she ain't suffering no more. Her hips was gone. And she was suffering. So she ain't suffering no more. I just miss her. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So Neon, how can people get you in social media? Tell us about Tower of Zeal and any of your projects that are coming up. As always, um Facebook.com slash TOZ online. You usually there lately, yes, I'm posting a lot of it's on the liberal side of things, a lot of liberal things, but every once in a while if something I can't get on YouTube, I upload something like something exclusive there. I might update some on life. Like just recently I did a AMV where even though I use Kayon Mio, I would like um, my mascot Melissa. I have her sing another song about the it's Papa Tutu Wawa. It's some little memeish song or whatever, but it sounds so good. I don't know what she's saying, but it sounds beautiful and stuff like that. Um, on YouTube.com slash TOZ chat panel, you can find just so much content of TOZ Online's things of just. I um, still want to work on my little Overwatch Splatoon project. <laughs> I need to get off my booty, but I usually stream a lot of episodes of the PS4 games, which is fun and relaxing. Upload some music tracks, and then SoundCloud.com slash Online. I put up two... I put up um, rap beats, just some pre-made rap beats, and try to remix them together with things. Um, and then just Twitter.com slash Online. It's kind of quiet right now. I have to find the inspiration to do work. <laughs> all of it's for free. All of it's for fun. So, you know, I hope you guys can stop by and enjoy us. You know, I love and appreciate y'all. Any that, that do come by and see it. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right. Well, once again, I want to thank the panel and everybody that's listening. Uh, we won't be on next week, but we'll be on the following week. Um, uh, tomorrow we'll be on for another Talking Black Sales show. Uh, we may have something Wednesday as well, and on Friday we're going to have an Art Beat episode as well here on Indie Radio. So you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, and you can go to our website, IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. 
Thank you, and you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye, and God bless. See y'all. Peace out. Something incredible has arrived at Disney California Adventure Park. Darling, I want action. We're going big. Elegance. And we're going fast. And speed. The Incredicoaster is here and now open at Pixar Pier at Disney California Adventure Park. Bring your super family and your friends and come celebrate friendship and beyond at Pixar Fest before it ends September 3rd. Only at Disneyland Resort. Attractions and entertainment subject to change without notice.